Welcome to Flash Art Weekly. Death lineups, Valentino inspiring the fans, and extremely Will Ferrell voice. We're going streaking. We're getting all that more coming up. Welcome to the show, Flash Art Fam. I'm AJ, and this is Mark. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. Five Shot Fam, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TV. We have some fun tiers. See you there. But let's get into the match review and, yeah, death lineups and Valentino really going for it. I mean, even more so this time. Sadich in for Sosa. Right. And, yeah, I mean, it's a six-pointer. And, yeah, we did pretty well with this. Uh, it gets a very, very good DC side. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we... Uh, I think do just enough in this match mm -hmm. overall. I yeah. mean, it's not uh, maybe the prettiest in some degrees, but uh, we have some moments of magic, yes. and uh, yeah, we pull it out on the road. It's a tough fixture, but uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, historically, it is a tough fixture, and like you know, one of my uh, last comments on the last podcast was basically, we know how what DC likes to do in these fixtures, you know, especially at Audi Field, growing out the grass and all that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> But no, I mean, like, the, the bits of magic for Moreno in particular, I mean, you know, as we'll get into later, he was named MLS Team of the Week, well-deserved. I mean, the just the way, the megging of Julian Gressel, like, that in itself was great. And then, but to carry on, and it was like watching it develop in slow motion almost, because there's just yeah. so much space. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, times to pass perfectly to Joseph for the first goal, and then the second goal, I mean... It doesn't take a deflection. I think maybe the keeper is a little bit deceived, but either way, like just perfectly placed. Daisy cutter, I mean, right in, right in the corner of the goal. Just mm -hmm. right out of the stretch of the keeper. It was just uh, just great stuff from him. So, um, I mean, to get yeah all three points from this fixture, which, you know, historically we would have been happy with the draw. Yeah, I think it's pretty satisfying. Yeah. And that makes it four straight, and uh, I don't think uh, most people would have guessed that going in, uh, especially 6v9, so, you know, definitely it's very nice indeed. But, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, yeah, you know, that death lineup, again, uh, I mean, Sosa not being in the match, what do you think of Amar Sadich? Um, I thought he did his job pretty well, actually. I mean, like, he had a big task, you know, having to... Uh, be that essentially lone holy midfielder and uh, You know, I actually thought that for the most part Lee United did control play uh, more so in the first half. I think uh, DC definitely grew into the game DC definitely had their chances and I think uh, When LA United plays with such an aggressive lineup like you're gonna have to that's just going to happen mm -hmm. but uh, all things considered I thought uh, LA United actually played pretty well considering that they were away from home and even uh, just, you know, controlling the game. And I thought uh, Sadish was a big part of that. So Right. And it's going to be, I think, very interesting to see if Gonzalo Pineda is going to persist with something like this. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, us being that attacking, I mean, has bared a lot of fruit, to be fair, because, yeah, all the players that are uh, on the pitch more or less can do something attacking-wise. Right. So that's uh, something you look for. Uh, maybe against... The more top sides, maybe you're not going to be as aggressive. But, um, you know, Sadich, 
and Moreno are pretty much our like our roving eights pretty much there and that's you know there is no cover for the the back line pretty much right and we do pretty well in I think some parts of this game there are other elements of this game where uh, yeah they had 27 shots against us uh, it's a lot uh, <laughs> but also, Julian Gressel, he had a field day, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you also see how much you miss uh, the type of service that he brought because yep. he brought the early ball, yep. he brought the ball over the top, the yep. chip ball, the the, cutback. Uh, the cutback, the uh, the high cross, you know, the low crosses. I mean, he just he's got a wand of a right foot. We mm-hmm. all know this, mm-hmm. but it's uh, you know, at the end of the day, they don't have the guys up front. That could put the ball away. Yeah, I mean, Ola Kamara really should have scored twice. Yeah, the header and then that first half chance uh, mm-hmm. from what eight yards out, maybe. Right. You know, Oof. and so yeah, it really took them a moment of magic on their own right. with Jordi Reyna, who uh, yeah, I mean, caught Brad Guzan off guard. I mean, yeah, I, he should do better. Uh, but it's also, he thought he said after the match that he thought Brooks Lennon was closer to Jordi Reyna. So that he was organizing the defense. And so, uh, yeah, you know, it's, I think, you would think it'd be like uh, those type of maybe rookie mistakes that get uh, cut out after you, uh, you know, are in the league for a long, long time. But, I mean, that's, that type of shit happens. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It is what it is there. But, yeah, um, yeah. at the end of the day, uh, you know, we are able to, to pull out the points here, all three points. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean... What what were some of your you know maybe uh, kind of other standout moments for you you know part of this match? Um, I thought Rujo was decent. Um, you know, I, I there were a couple of shots where it's like okay, it's long shots, but I understand what he's trying to do, yeah. and I think I don't actually hate those shots. Maybe if he uh, takes from a little bit closer, uh, drives defender back a little bit more mm-hmm. in those situations. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think yeah, George Campbell. Like when he came in, yes. ooh, yeah, he looked really, really strong on the ball yes. and really strong defensively as well. Uh, I think, yeah, surprising in some senses. Uh, we knew he, you know, he, he's got the talent, but uh, he hasn't been able to play very much. And right. so him getting pretty much game speed and uh, you know was able to pretty much hold off uh, DC United, help us get the victory. Yeah, not only defensively, but he starts to move for Marcelino Moreno for his goal. I mean, it's, yeah, I think a uh, hell of a, hell of a little, uh, you know, um, little spell for him in this match. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. two coming in for Sadich, I thought it was a big moment as well. Uh, I mean, like, the I line- definitely, I was, okay, so if, you, if you've seen Hosetu play in other matches, you know that, I mean, defensively, he's not very strong. I mean, uh, his very first match, he got a yellow for his very first uh, touch, (laughs) pretty much, which was to foul a player. And uh, so it really, you know, in that sense, uh, uh, for him, Sadich to go in or to come off and for Setu to come on as the lone defensive midfielder, whoo, yeah, I mean, that's uh, scary. And, well, he did well enough. I mean, you know, and that's, there was nothing notable that, uh, you know, he did. So that's good. No news is good news sometimes. Right, yeah, sometimes. exactly, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, I still think, like, even after those subs, Atlanta United still had 
for the most part, the control of play. I mean, DC was playing more on the counter, yeah. you know, but DC was sitting back quite a bit, uh, which is not unusual in this uh, in these fixtures in the past. But yeah. I think uh, what you saw was the value of having Moreno, Barco, Arujo, and Joseph on the field at the same time. And so to answer your question, in terms of what Pineda will do, I don't see who you bench from those four. So I think you just have to like figure out the rest of it. Uh, okay. You know, trying to kind of figure out the rest of the lineup. But you know, I think there's a good balance and chemistry developing with those four. Moreno in particular. I mean, like even before Rujo came in and Barco came back, he was starting to he was starting to like show that he's comfortable with his role. Um, and, you know what he wants to do with the ball and so on. And I think now with the talent around him, he's thriving. So, it, you know, I don't know if you change too much right now. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing I would definitely change uh, is this ref. Because, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, we usually, I usually don't like to really complain about refs, but my God, this ref was all sorts of shambles. Uh, basically, I mean, calls that were I mean, just inexplicable, but the big one, obviously, is... The non-call for the Joseph Martinez uh, penalty. I mean, that uh, he pretty much, yeah, uh, he gets in there. Julian Gressel does clear the ball well after uh, he gets it on his left foot. But the, goal pe- the goalkeeper clips him. And uh, I, don't, I think there's no disputing it. I mean, if VR looked at it, what are, what are you looking at? I mean, there's what else is there to look at? I mean, yes, you see the ball over here, and it's cleared away by Julian Gressel, but... I mean, why would you look at it? Because you're looking at the right foot of Joseph Martinez get clipped by the goalkeeper. Right. Like, how how, how else? Like, how else do you call it? Like, <laughs> and then they, but we didn't even get a corner or anything out of that. Yeah. I don't remember. So like, I don't I don't understand what I don't understand what VAR is there for either. If it's not going to overturn that, like he's pretty clearly clipped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's pretty clearly going to score if he's not clipped. Like what? It, it's just, yeah, it's insane. But uh, anyway, you know, we'll move on from the the ref stuff. We could complain all day probably uh, yeah. about that type of stuff. But uh, yeah, so it's four consecutive wins for the fourth time in club history. And it's also tied for the second longest winning streak in club history as well. Uh, there's also, it is uh, the uh, longest or the, the second four-game win streak since August 29th of 2019. That's pretty wild. Uh, it's been two years, more, uh, yeah, more or less two years, two years since yeah. that's happened. Yep. Uh, that's, mm, yeah, not so good. Not so good. <laughs> but uh, Zaire Barco also set a club record with eight fouls won. But, uh, yeah, post-match, uh, Valentino, he talked about kind of the wingbacks and the eights and how he kind of made Moreno a little bit more uh, defensive to kind of help Sadich because... Knowing that Sadich, not really historically a defensive midfielder, more of an eight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we essentially won this match without any defensive midfielders. It's pretty incredible, but also I think explains why we gave up 27 shots. Yeah. But also why, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the type of match that we kind of saw is, uh, you know, there's a little bit of fatigue, I think, yes. in a factor of this. Absolutely. That definitely affects everything. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, Valentino, he was deflecting the credit and giving it to Marcelino Moreno and Ezekiel Barco and the likes of them. He said, I keep saying it, but there's nothing that I can do on the field. It's on the players that open up these things. Marcelino Moreno has been good. He's just one of them that has produced more. It's not me, it's them. Moreno, he returned with, I want to talk about 
Rob has allowed me to do, which is to play with freedom, go forward. I've been able to link up with players again in an attacking third. Again, credit to Rob. And also, Parky, he's been uh, a little bit more uh, vocal on Twitter a lot recently since he's retired. He also uh, congratulated Rob Valentino on a hell of a job turning things around in ATL, big things in your future. And uh, yeah, fully agreed. Valentino, I mean, he's pretty much uh, made a lot of fans, I think, on social media definitely clamor for him to stay in the job. Right. Uh, also wonder why that Gonzalo Pineda is coming in, which I think in all of those things uh, speaks to how well of a job done yeah uh although we all need to know yeah because we i think have talked about this a lot uh there's a new manager bump that yeah. does happen yeah and uh this is part of it uh you know if you follow manchester united there is that uh kind of new manager bump definitely with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer but uh has he won anything with them yeah no, you know really. so you know is is it really a good move? Uh, hey, you know, anyway, but uh, <laughs> I'm just having a dig at Manchester United. Probably. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, you we'll have to when you can. You have to. But anyway, uh, we'll wrap this baby up. And uh, next up will be Nashville SC on Saturday. And we'll have that match preview later on for you in this show. But let's get into the news and the division. The Eastern Conference looks like this. Uh, pretty much New England, they've... They're running away with this, yeah. uh, and it's kind of annoying. Uh, I mean, who would have thought going into the season? Right. I mean, they there are... were there were some people who were bullish on New England because of how sure. they finished the season, and you know, Bruce Arena coming back into the fold, mm -hmm. get all that. But I, yeah, I didn't expect it to be the 15 best team. Points better than second place. Right. Best team in the league, like not yeah. even just the conference. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Carl Seal is doing bits. And right. That's fair. But Matt Turner, very good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they have pieces down. You know, their spine for sure. Right. But, uh, yeah, Orlando somehow stuck back into second place. Right. Because, yeah, it's kind of tight between second and eighth a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and us, we are in eighth, 27 points. Orlando, 34. So Tied with DC for uh, in seventh place. So, you know, tied for a playoff spot. Not outright in there yet. Right. One point behind Montreal. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, there's some differences uh, in terms of games played. Mm -hmm. So, like, Orlando, Nashville, NYCFC have games in hand. But uh, Atlanta United and Philadelphia have played the same amount. And Atlanta United are five games back from Philly, who are in third place. So, you know, it's... Kind of gives you a sense. We're definitely in the running for, I think, a home playoff game at least. Yeah, it's possible. It is absolutely possible. But yeah. Anyway, uh, so Marcelino Moreno, he's been named to the MLS Team of the Week uh, with that goal and assist and, yes, stealing Russell's soul. Which, uh, <laughs> good note there, Mark. But, uh, yeah, George Bello, he's also been named an MLS All-Star. Congrats to the homegrown. He's the first one from the Atlanta United Academy to make the all-star team yeah congrats he's just repping the a very strong yeah. love it yeah. he also joins miles robinson on the all-star team for our representation on the all-star game i mean you know it's just i think it's uh it's a symbol of uh the improvements of bellow and robinson and you know to have i think a drafted player and a homegrown player represent the team in the all-star game you know it kind of shows you i think that i think that lane united need to uh we've seen mls players Right, going to Europe, uh, homegrown players, drafted players, and so on. And I think Atlanta United need to be one of those teams because I think that's part of what's going to be 
how we signify big clubs in MLS. You mm -hmm. know, can you get players to Europe? And you know, we've done it with Miggy, right? But you know, uh, he probably would have been a big prospect no matter what. Mm -hmm. But to sort of develop these players and you know show that we can develop the players essentially on our own, um, I think it's a great sign. So you know, I you know. Personally, I think that this is probably going to be Robinson and Bellows last year. Certainly Robinson, but mm. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think Might that would be a big off season. Yeah, I think this would be the best thing for the club, though. And uh, you know, just I think again, making the All Star game is just another example, another mm. symbol of yeah, these players are coming along. They're getting recognized now by their peers. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, maybe another feather in the cap for uh, that transfer fee as well. But, right. Uh, yeah. So Joseph Martinez, he's changed his hair back to pink. That's uh, yeah. I mean, he didn't score that many goals in pink hair, but maybe he's not superstitious. Yeah, maybe he's not. But yeah, it seems a little maybe reactionary to not scoring. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, at least every single goal that uh, he, you know, gets a chance with. Uh, so you know. It is what that is. We'll see if it works out. Hopefully so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, moving on to LA Night Two, they lost four-one against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds on Sunday. Uh, Darren Mateus he scored for the fourth time in six games, and then Andy McFadden got on the score sheet in a sense as well with his second assist. So, uh, or I guess just stat sheet rather. Anyway, but LA Night Two they will return to action against FC Tulsa on August twenty-eighth. But that wraps up the news and gets us to the match preview. And yes, this Saturday, Nashville SC at the Benz, 3.30 kickoff. Hopefully they do not keep the, it's, the roof's going to be open. It's, yeah. it's absolutely going to be open. And uh, 3.30, oh boy, it's going to be another sweat fest oh for sure. Yeah. But uh, yes, sweat fest or not, hope to see you there, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> don't. Not go just because it's going to be that, but right. uh, but anyway. So yeah, LA United they will take on the neighbors to the northwest, and uh, yeah, it will be four v eight. So uh, yeah, Nashville FC having a really good season. I mean, yeah. you know, second season uh, after a really strong inaugural season, yeah. and yeah, I mean, you know, their head coach Gary Smith is doing uh, really really good bits for them I in that so. sense where. I mean, he's keeping them defensively solid. Yeah. And then, yeah, having uh, their players, having uh, them create some moments of magic for them. Mm -hmm. You know, Hani Mukhtar, definitely a guy that, right. I mean, he has been, uh, yeah, in the last match as, also as well, a thorn in our side. Yep, 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 yep And yep. so uh, I'd be very happy if uh, he did not play this match. But <laughs> he probably will. Probably. And uh, so, anyway, uh, getting into... Uh, last season for them, it was seventh place Eastern Conference. They were eliminated by the Columbus Crew. Uh, but key acquisitions from the offseason Rodrigo Pinero, uh, CJ Sapong, key losses Derek Jones, David Akam. But uh, yeah, this the matches between us, uh, we've won two. They have won one. There have been two draws. It's been nine goals for them, ten goals for us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, it's a. Uh, they're, uh, like I said, they're a team that is defensively stout, yeah. and, uh, you know, for us, I mean, I also hope maybe Walker Zimmerman can't play, but oh, gosh, yeah. the uh, the thing is, so, you know, they essentially, getting to their injury report, they have zero players that are unavailable, and, 
you know, that uh, that's probably speaks to why they're doing so well in the league. Because, I mean, yeah, they have all their best players at their disposal. So it's quite a good thing. But, uh, yeah, the other player that is notable, of course, is Dax McCarty. Uh, their defensive midfielder, their captain, and a guy who is seasoned around the league. So, yeah, all these elements, I think, are adding to the success, success that they're having so far this season. But... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, getting further into our injury report, uh, yeah, take it away, Mark. Yep, so for Atlanta, of course, uh, Emerson Hyman out for the season. Mo Adams still going to be out with that left quad. Uh, Jake Mulraney, questionable with a lower body injury. Franco Ibarra, also a lower body injury, also questionable. Uh, Santiago Sosa, who did not feature versus DC, uh, I would say questionable at this point. Definitely. It's, uh, we're recording this on Monday, so it's still early in the week. Uh, and Alan Franco, yet to come off. Uh, so I guess at this point he would be questionable with a lower body injury. So uh, yeah, you know, in terms of the defense and midfield and uh, shaving that area. Yep. Pretty much a lot of our depth yeah. is uh, yeah on uh, kind of either out or unavailable. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, so that you know that pretty much gets us to our predicted starting eleven and getting through the lines together. Who's of course, but who's in your back line? So I'm for now. I'm gonna put Franco uh, in there with Robinson and Walks. If Franco can't go, I actually do think Campbell will come in. Uh, you know, he looks like you mentioned. Uh, he looked good versus DC, and I think he's looked good in the past. And I think he's clearly like a valued uh, young prospect for the Atlanta United setup. So you know, whether or not uh, he impresses Pineda, we'll have to see. But you know, I could see him coming in if Franco cannot be available. Right. And so yeah, likewise. Uh, but. You know, I think they'll play in that the same positions. Uh, in terms of Campbell, will be in the middle, and uh, you know, Franco, if he plays, he will be in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting into the wing backs, uh, who do you have? So I have Hernandez coming in uh, for Lennon, uh, and I have Hernandez, Moreno. I'm hoping Sosa can go. Uh, if he's healthy, he will play. And Bello. Uh, reason I have Hernandez coming in is because I do think uh, Pineda will be just a touch more pragmatic mm. in his setup, and I think that's one way to do it. Uh, have a more natural defender come on in place of Brooks Lennon, um, which I, you know I think he's been fine, but I think also teams do target his side. Yeah. So. And so uh, yeah, I yeah I, I can see how maybe Hernandez is like maybe uh, as as a more like out and out right back. Uh, yeah, he. I can see him playing here, but I think it's also like Lennon, he's got the lion's share of, you know, the playing time. And I think, uh, you know, I think aside from, you know, the little bits of, uh, you know, service wise where, yes, uh, he does put in a lot of good service, uh, but there is that aspect of, is it as varied as say like a Julian Gressel? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think he still has been one of our best players, and so I think it's hard to unseat him at the moment. Uh, so I think it's going to be Lennon, and it's going to be Bella on the other side. Yeah. Uh, in midfield, though, I think uh, <laughs> I think we persist with our death lineup okay. because we also don't really have very many other choices right. at the moment. If Sosa's out, uh, yeah, it's pretty much Sadich and Moreno. Right. So it kind of picks itself a little bit. Yeah. But what do you think? No, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think you can sit Moreno. Is the thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, if Sosa can't go, then it is what it is, and yeah, play Sadich, but, uh, or maybe even Hasatu, you know, from the start, which would be, whew, Yeah, I, I think you lose a lot more defensively yeah, that way, but, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I'd be very reticent to do that, but, uh, yeah, he did okay, 
he did okay against uh, yeah against DC. But right. uh, yeah, and so getting to the Fords, uh, I think it's pretty much pretty obvious that at this point, Araujo yeah. and Barco and Joseph up top. Yep. Uh, with pretty much what is it, uh, six days rest. Exactly. Pretty good, yeah. you know. So or seven days. Seven, seven days, days. Yeah. So it is. So yeah, you know, a, a full week. I think. Uh, yeah, we'll go with probably our best lineup possible. I think so. Yeah. So uh, I think this is it, and this is definitely the most attacking. Our death lineup. Why not make it five straight? But let's get into that. What do we think the score line is going to be? So uh, this truck passes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be 3 1. You know, we scored two goals in each of the two matchups versus Nashville. Uh, one of them, I think we were maybe a tad bit unlucky, uh, maybe, you know, just let them come back when we were up 2 0 at home. Uh, but I think if that were to happen again, we'd get the job done this time. So, yeah, I think 3 1, you know, um, they haven't seen this lineup yet. They haven't even seen Oruju yet. So, you know, I just, I, especially being at home, I think the confidence is high, and I just believe in us right now. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a strong shout. I'm not as bullish, uh, but also yeah, they will have a week to kind of set up for what we've done already, and um, yeah, you know, with that game tape, possibly they might be able to kind of uh, neutralize some of our strengths. But I think uh, Luis Araujo is still I think new enough mm-hmm. that uh, he might be an X factor in this match. Yeah, and he really wants to score. You can see it. I think he's gonna score this. Game. Yeah, he's been slamming his hand on the ground after he misses like uh, shots, and mm-hmm. he did have that ball in the back of the net after that offside call. So I think yeah, yeah, you know him. I think probably getting a little bit of confidence at least from that. Mm-hmm. Seeing the ball hit the back of the net there, I think uh, will help him in this match and so I think it's a 2-1 win uh, as well and hopefully us oh man because we we predicted draws last week and we were able to continue the streak hopefully this doesn't uh, kind of reverse that I know future. right Yo, so uh, again more knocking on wood but uh, <laughs> anyway so that pretty much does it for the match preview and ex- uh, pretty much the show as well except for the question of the day and the question of the day is OG Bam, which is Barco, Almiron, and Martinez, or New Bam, which is Barco, uh, Araruju, and Martinez, and Moreno, uh, which one will be better at the end of the day? Let us know in the comments below. Looking forward to which one uh, you think is uh, going to be better. But, I mean, obviously, Barco, Amiron, and Martinez didn't get to play a ton together, but... Right. They won an MLS Cup, so, you know. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. For Mark, I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.